0: and welcome to discussing documentaries uh, we haven't taken a year off you have so uh, i had a friend get in touch with me recently so i've got to check out this documentary and rather than scraping around trying to find someone he's a very funny person so i thought i'll just get to do it with him so please welcome to the podcast ollie
1: hi hi, hi rick hey, Hello. Let,
0: let them let them finish clapping <laughs> let them finish let them finish
1: how you doing mate you all right
0: I'm good, I'm good. Been a busy year. You won't believe some of the stuff coming out on the Patreon feed that we've definitely paid attention to.
1: (laughs) I take it that that's been a year of absence then from from
0: you. I don't know, the other guys abroad. I I assume (laughs) we made a lot of money. I I have no fucking clue. I have no fucking clue. (laughs) But yeah, so this week, uh, to come back into, we've got uh, Stolen Youth, the Sarah Lawrence... What's what's the full title? Is it The Sex Cult? Yeah,
1: so it's, yeah, I guess Stolen Youth is um, definitely something I want to sort of tune in into because I think it's obviously uh, one of these sort of series, but this one's, yeah, Stolen Youth, The Sex Cult at Sarah Lawrence. And if that doesn't tantalise you in a title, I don't know what will.
0: Well, I got sent, you said you have to watch this, and uh, I've blanked a few of these because you've got previous of (laughs) I've watched something bad, so you have to watch something bad. Yeah. Uh, Faster, what was the quote about the movie Faster, one of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's first ones Uh,
1: yeah that's right yeah that was it when we were at university together wasn't it so yeah I'd watched the film Faster with Dwayne Johnson when both you and I were sort of fanboy about Dwayne Johnson film and it was absolutely awful and I told you that it was Billy Bob Thornton's comeback movie (laughs) 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 just just to get you to watch it um, uh, uh, yeah,
0: it worked. Yeah. It worked. I can't believe that's what Billy Bob Thornton's comeback movie. I
1: think I said something like, um, "Oh, he's not been this good since he did Maltster with <laughs> <Alibair>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, he's back to the pushing tins. <laughs> <now. laughs>
1: yeah, that was atrocious. Yeah, so yeah, I've certainly given you a few duds over the years. Um, but what what did you think of Sarah Lawrence just overall before we dive into it?
0: I, I will say so what did I think what sorry?
1: I said what did you think about overall before we sort of oh, dive right. into the semantics
0: Well well first off I want to say the Sarah Lawrence documentary is going to be to discuss in documentaries what faster <laughs> is to Billy Bob Thornton's <laughs> revival because <laughs> because we're back baby we're back <laughs> Uh, well, my first inclination was the Sarah Lawrence cult, and I thought, well, this is a different angle, because it's never a woman that's the sex cult leader. <laughs> and that that's an interesting take. And then I watched the trailer and went, oh, no, that's the name of the school. It's definitely a man. It's only a man that would start
1: this. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's absolutely... Yeah, you texted me, didn't you, Say, saying exactly that, essentially, that, yeah, you thought it was a, a person, Sarah Lawrence, and you thought, well, there's an interesting take on uh, sex cult leaders or cult leaders in general. But um, I, I thought it was excellent. I thought it was up there with Jonestown for me.
0: Do you know what? I was thinking of who would win in fights between cult leaders, and I was thinking of Jim <laughs> Jones in his prime. Yeah. And I think I think uh, Larry... Oh,
1: what's that, that? What was this, Larry... Oh, God... It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It's just a couple of, yeah, even these cult... Larry Ray. Yeah, Larry Ray. That was it. I was going to say, it slips off the tongue. It's like one syllable. And that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, that was that guy's name, wasn't it? Jim Jones, who did Jonestown. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Jones, Larry... Like, even their names are unassuming. And then the... It's
0: when they... uh, There's a later part in it when they start to use music. I just felt... I I was getting some White Knight fucking (laughs) 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 flashbacks to that.
1: Yeah, absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy stories. I mean, all these cult documentaries, like, even if you watch... Do you know what? You watch, like, things on... Um, who am I thinking of? Is it Charles Manson, who essentially started that cult, didn't he? Yeah. Out in L.A. and... You know that he'd end up murdering Roman. Uh, I mm-hmm. think it's Roman Polanski's wife. But even that is like there's a lot made of that. You know, once upon a time in Hollywood that came out. Like a lot is made.
0: Watched that recently was not a fan. I rewatched it because I thought I didn't give it credit. I did not. You didn't like it. I don't think Tarantino's trying anymore. I'm going to say it uh, outright.
1: Uh, well, yeah. Well, thankfully uh, he's not listening, uh, and he probably definitely won't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I, have, I thought it was all right. I, but I didn't, you know. It was obviously they pushed this whole Charles Manson thing. But a lot's made of that, isn't it? And I guess just because of the infamy of who the director Roman Polanski was, who his wife was that was murdered by them. And um, but I saw something really recently. Did you see that actually Charles Manson? This was written up by a guy who spent like ten years in prison with him.
0: Is this where you're going to say that he was one of the original members of the Monkees <laughs> and he didn't like his music? And that's one of the things that sent him insane.
1: No, it, w- it wasn't the Monkees. Was it? It was Beach Boys. Beach Boys, that Beach Boys, was it.
0: Beach Boys are the monkeys. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was Beach Boys who actually listened to it. But no, that he wasn't the mastermind behind it at all. He was just a face of it because obviously he was considered sort of good looking and a celebrity. That actually there's this other oh, chap okay. who's also in prison who was, I think, in the car that night sort of orchestrating those murders. That this guy was sort of saying that, you know, he's he genuinely is the most unassuming character charles manson really couldn't manipulate you but and that leads us on to i guess what we'll talk about in a bit about larry you know
0: i love the idea of this guy who's set in a jail cell going no charles manson couldn't manipulate me but he's got the same swatch sticker (laughs) tattoo on his head as charles manson for doing the crimes he told them to do
1: He could manipulate me. Bloody good bloke, actually, if you ask me in my opinion. <laughs> uh, and he's wrongly in prison, so I don't know when his appeal's coming up. But...
0: We had some really nice times on that ranch. Um, he got a bit, got a bit zany. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, between the mushrooms and the suggestions of murder, I was just having a look. This, yeah, stolen you inside the sex cult, sorry. I, I just it.
0: need to double-check. As you're randomly flicking through the internet, which I cannot do while I'm recording, <laughs> Um <laughs> is your thing still going, just as a...
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll double-check. Yeah, we're still still recording my end.
0: That's good, that's good. Because fans have waited a bloody long time for this episode, Ollie.
1: <laughs> I know, well, you've, you've got a guest on. i let like to think you've gone over and above for this return episode. Now... With it, I know it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, but you know my thoughts on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I, I don't know if people are going on there to make things up. What was that film we watched? Babadook. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. When, when Babadook gets 99%, you're no longer, you're no longer a credible re- reviewer as far as I'm concerned. I
1: just think people, it's like trolled. It's a bit like Reddit, isn't it? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So here we go. It's still got 98% of the Babadook. Now, me and you, we watched that together, didn't we, the Babadook? It was
0: awful. It was. I had an extra reason why it was awful. Go on. So I believe we saw that in Kingston. So me and our last had been on, I think, a no-carb diet for two weeks. Now, if you know me, I don't do self-restraint or things like diet, so it was a big deal that I'd only had salmon and sweet potato for two solid weeks. And then I just – so that was two weeks done of clean living and I went to the cinemas of you and got a Five Guys because you were fascinated with the drinks machine. Uh, so you had a little fad of loving your Five Guys. Yeah. Oh, quick side story. Brothers and Five, gu- five Guys in Newcastle. And uh, the guy at the table next to him, the guy was order like one of theirs was order at the counter. And he just turned to this whole tale and went, fill your boots, lads, the peanuts are free. <laughs>
1: was when i had a real five guys obsession i think that's when it come out i think i put on two extra stone that year I still you made away. me
0: stand at the drinks machine go and look at all these variations of dr pepper you could have
1: <laughs> good times yeah never as a so
0: anyway with that no carb diet and then going and having a full five guys by the time of leaving five guys and moving upstairs in the same complex to the cinema i think i was borderline depressed yeah it, I was almost in tears in the queue, but Babadook's still terrible movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, but yeah. sometimes with these indie sort of films, I think because they've got such a low budget and no one famous, it, it almost, like, that carries it. And then I think, no, you know what this film could have done with? Just a genuine, you know, evil
0: thing at the end of it. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you don't need to spoil it for them. Yeah. The Babadook has already spoiled it. Yeah. Here's how you know it's a bad ending. It's a horror movie without a sequel. Yeah. Pick a horror movie that was good that doesn't have a sequel. <laughs> they cash in on that one more time. But no, at the end, they feed the fucking thing cereal, and it's fine.
1: Turns out it's just grumpy, was not it? Just a, just a, just a, that all-important one of its five-a-day, and then it flies around. I, I really don't get the idea, was it a bird? Was it just a creepy-looking bird
0: in the end? I got obsessed with the Aliens franchise over the summer, and with uh, my recently diagnosed ADHD, uh, you're lucky you didn't get a podcast uh, dedicated to Aliens because I try and monetize the things I'm interested in, so people <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> the original Aliens movie, you see the alien on screen for 1 minute 58 seconds.
1: Yeah, that's the first one, isn't it?
0: That's the first one, yeah. So that fear—you never see the silly costume. You don't see the CGI. You just have suspense the whole way through it, and I think that's the kind of thing that Duke used.
1: Yeah, and I didn't love Alien. You know, it was when it was Aliens, okay? In, alien Two. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when it becomes the cooler one. Yeah,
1: when we physically got more than one alien, haven't we? Because I think it's like it's growing within Sigourney Weaver in Alien for like what Alien so- Three. Is, oh, okay. Who's. Oh, no, it's somebody else I'm thinking of. It's one of the other people on the space thing. Because they only have that real one sort of scary Do you scene. you mean the
0: Nostromo? Yeah, that's right. I know an insane amount about Alien yeah. after the summer.
1: But that's, that's what I mean. That film is. How long was that film from Ridley Scott?
0: Uh, well, there's all the uncut versions, so it's up to two hours. Maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it drags that film. I and mean, it was only until Aliens. Alien 2, I think, could really enjoy the first one. Because then you find yeah. you got yeah aliens popping
0: up and well but would you say right that they set the tone how indestructible one of these things are in the first one to oh there's a whole fucking nest of them this movie's going to be a ne-. do you know what I mean that yeah. sets that makes the sequel better yeah
1: but I, I, that's why i don't think aliens free and you know because after because you have to have that don't you you have to have it develop a bit more you, you've got to be see what is scary a little bit more i think yeah. like you say like it's all you know you can play with silhouettes and a bit of camera trickery all you want but I'm, you're not going to keep people sort of interested for an hour and a half to, yeah, doing but that the
0: story in aliens was brilliant for instance between aliens 2 they save the little girl. The fella gets them away. It looks like they're going to live happily. Aliens 3 starts with, oh, by the way, they died on the ship. Yeah. Uh, the kid died that you were hoping for to be, and then you're in the you know the penal colony with a bunch of actors from Brookside. So terrifying.
1: Yeah, but it, it, half of me thinks with the success of Aliens, that's, that's just well written, isn't it? Save on, save on salary. Like, imagine even that little girl... You know that feral little girl from Aliens. You know she was wanting ten times her salary, and they thought, "Do you know what?"
0: You got too big for a boot. Everything I've heard about from Hollywood in those days that twelve-year-old uh, girls got treated with fucking respect <laughs> and paid well. <laughs> That's what I've heard in recent years. But no, what that what that will be is how much she's aged. You can't put her in a stasis pod and have her come out fucking eighteen. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because what, what, what? Do you know what? You must know now that you've read so much up about it. What was the? Uh, how many years was it between Alien? Aliens, Alien 2, and then Alien 3, five years. About five years. Yeah, so she would have been a good 18. Yeah. Well, I like to think she just got Sigourney Weaver's agent on board and just went, right, I'm not not
0: having this. If you look at a picture now, Newt looks older than Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver's a badass. But Mm. listen, speaking of monsters, we are here today to talk about the Sarah Lawrence stolen youth. From the off, this pretty much got me, because it it, it tapped into little daft things, because the self... The, the college isn't mentioned a lot, except for in the title, so it's terrible press. You, yeah,
1: because <laughs> I, I told you I was Googling it earlier, and they've managed to keep, yeah, if you type in Sarah Lawrence, you've essentially, they've got the first hit, which is their actual college, and then every other article preceding that on the search results is obviously about this sex cult that was started.
0: Which... Again, it's really, really bad PR because the first thing to hook me in on this documentary was the marketing strategy of Sarah Lawrence Academy, which was they seek out people who had been, quote unquote, outsiders or outcasts (laughs) at high school and allow them to come into the safe space of Sarah Lawrence. And the talking heads about it uh it's one of them that says uh you know they're looking for like artistic minds and free thinkers and all i can picture is charles xavier from the x-men just going Welcome to Trilby Academy. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone had a kooky hat <laughs> yeah.
1: and, a, and, a, and, a, and a scarf or a neckerchief to go with. But the irony of that, Rick, yeah, is because. The
0: Firepoy World Championship should be held at Sarah Lawrence Academy, okay?
1: They make it sound like, yeah, like you say, it's for outsiders and, and people thinking outside the box and the thing. It, uh, uh, it's based in Westchester County, outside of New York. It's got to be probably one of the most affluent sort of areas yeah. of New York State. You know, they, they model themselves on the tutorial system of Oxford University. So I think that it's more a case of they're happy for you to dress and look different, but you must be probably one of the most gifted minds of your generation as well.
0: Or at least able to have your mind moulded yeah. if this documentary is anything to do <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Mainly the talking heads are from the people who didn't join the cult talking about their first year. So they have freshers year, which is fine. They're all friends and they go, this is great, let's move in together. We can attest to this, the second year of living together, not always the easiest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that can really put strain on a relationship.
0: Yeah, having a guy, you know, just turning up, staying on the couch the whole time.
1: I, I mean, I could. I was thinking back to our uni days, just thinking about that level of mess in that apartment, thinking that would have sent me straight out of the door. If I was Talia, Santos, Felicia, Isabella, Dan, whoever, I'm I'm off after I've seen The Clutter.
0: You were very accepting of me moving out, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. There was no issue.
1: I was probably for the best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to the point where I thought that you'd already found somewhere else, and <laughs> it was just a conversation waiting to be had. <laughs> so... There's the the talking heads, but there's one with shortish hair. She's sat very upright, prim and proper. And she says, we were all like truth seekers and open to (laughs) new ideas. And like, we were open to different realities of of truth in life. And I can just think of that scene from The Simpsons of the guy just going, wallet inspector. (laughs) (laughs) She lost
1: me when she said the term truth seekers. Yeah. You know, yeah they're all we're all truth seekers what in our first year at university i mean
0: american uni is such a departure departure to british uni
1: Uh, yeah but i also think you know you can dress it up as as much as you like but you can just say we were doing mushrooms or we were doing a lot of that do you know what i mean We're truth seekers just i'd love to delve in i'd love to have a conversation with her and sort of say What what is truth-seeking? Just talk me through that. Were you busy or or were you watching a lot of midday TV um, taking Class A drugs like the rest of us?
0: (laughs) I'm not living with my parents. I'm watching Kerrang! on the big TV.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But, yeah, I mean, we've all been there, haven't we? First year of university. You're truth-seeking, as she puts
0: it. (laughs) I was struggling. I remembered I drank more Coca-Cola than I did water. I'm lucky I'm still a functioning human being, which people have questioned.
1: Yeah, we, yeah. you and I used to try and see if we could uh, not have to cook by just seeing if we could just eat one meal a day. I mean, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. would she consider us true seekers there?
0: Yeah, the, the truth is salad cream on bread means not only are you angry all day, but people are also really mean about it and very unhelpful. <laughs> 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 I think the first year uni, what I did is, so I got given this big overdraft. I got given the maintenance loan. And I went out, and that first few weeks was a blast. Uh, It was three pub meals a day, a night out, and then food on the way back. And I want to say, we went to a fireworks display in October or November. That sounds about right. And I didn't realize the accommodation fees come out of your maintenance loan. So I went from having, like, I don't know, £900 to last me until December...
1: Yeah, January. Yeah, January. To having there. zero,
0: like minus one thousand five hundred. Not only that, I'm now bang in debt. And uh yeah, things the, the Chinese were gone, I couldn't believe
1: <laughs> Where did you think that that lo that, you know that money
0: was coming out of though? Oh, well here's here's an interesting fact, right? To this day since when I mean, we went to university or eight or seven. Yeah. I think. I'll check my trophy. No, yeah. Um <laughs>
1: I think that says 08, but it was 07, yeah, 07, yeah,
0: 08. Oh, you need uh, from the point of saying, can I have a student loan, to the date is now uh, the 12th of the 3rd, 2023, I have never read a letter, form, or website about my student loan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just interested in you going, thinking... I never checked, were, were you, never yeah, checked. Yeah, did you think rent was free? <laughs>
0: no I just thought that was another thing that I would got the loan for I didn't know I was meant to look after the money and then pay them later I thought that was between them and the uni yeah, like... yeah.
1: do you know what I agree um, I do agree on that and I think they probably should do something like that shouldn't they
0: call it Wharton's Law no, well, yeah
1: exactly rewrite it it goes directly from the government straight to the university and then you don't have to worry about you know not paying £900 worth of um, you know Essentially, like rent. I couldn't
0: tell you what my loan was for.
1: Well, yeah, it was for it was for rent. A large... No, no,
0: I mean like the total. <laughs> like oh, it... oh,
1: what what it broke down for?
0: Because I remember it was like two weeks before leaving, I went and got my student account, mm. and the woman says, "Okay, and you've got a one thousand five hundred pound overdraft," and I had nothing in that account; it was at zero. Yeah. And it, I went, what, you mean I can withdraw £1,500? She went, yeah, I'll have 250 please. And she just looked at me like, this guy's a fucking idiot. And I just went and got wrecked for a week, like a farewell tour to yeah, Chesney Street.
1: Cause it was at that time it was 0% interest, wasn't it, on student loans. So that overdraft, you know, as long as you didn't go over your overdraft by some way, you know, it was just going to always be £1,500 you owed. You used to hear of pe- people who had like two or three student accounts, didn't you, at uni? I used to always be mm. envious of those individuals, but essentially they were committing fraud. But I'd be really envious, like, oh, maybe I should
0: wander into Barclays. and. That's the one I tried for my second one at. Yeah, and they they caught me out. They went, "Oh well, mm, we can't give you the overdraft, but you can have an account with us." And I was like, "Good day, madam."
1: Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, you know,
0: storm out like they're not they're not even going to give us free money. This is bullshit.
1: That customer service assistant knew what we was after. They could tell by the you know overly bright T shirt and ripped jeans. We're, we're not we're not there for we're not there for an adult account. We're there for the free fifteen hundred quid account.
0: All right, so everything's kind of fine with these kooky students that they stayed up at night, sleeping in sleeping bags, and saying they were all appendages of the same animal.
1: I would prefer it if you would refer to the group as the Truth Seekers, but yeah, please The continue. Truth Seekers, yeah, That's thank them. you. So yeah, the Truth Thanks. Seekers, aka the Scooby Doo and the gang. Uh,
0: yeah, they they they're, they're all hanging out. Uh, but Talia, so you meet Santos first. All right, so I was. The first scene of Santos, it's a, it's a documentary trope, but it's just him making a cup of tea while shaking, which I imagine just, he just does that. Anyway. that is... <laughs> I'm
1: so glad you said that. Can <laughs> I just say, because like, I'm glad you made that point about him, you, as soon as you see Santos, you go, yeah, some fucked up shits happened to him, straight <laughs> off the bat. He, He's struggling with that mug there you know something awfuls happened to
0: him he he's double checked how many sugars that person wants in the tea 17 times <laughs> <laughs> and apologized when putting it down for it being hot and <laughs> uh,
1: um, when he made the spillage of course he gave himself a quick slap as well yeah. just to address his own behavior
0: the, this is the poor thick eyebrowed boy i identify with obviously <laughs> yeah. he meets a girl that no one else really seems to like cuz she just talks about herself all day long but uh, he can't believe how his luck that he's met this beautiful girl, Talia. Talia Raya. yeah. Uh, she moves in as well. And one of the things Talia Raya talks about a lot is her dad who's in jail.
1: Where is the place they move into? Because old Dan okay, wrote a book so, about, about it, didn't he?
0: Yeah, so there is a campus. And then in uni, and now I only know this from watching old school, uni America, you live in houses on campus and yeah. they're like, yeah, it's brilliant. So you don't even get people patrolling. And you're like, fucking patrolling? Like what? <laughs> Granted, the amount of places that get shot up in America, that's not the worst thing in the world. But compared to in you you the like, student the student areas of a town is just I didn't see anyone from Solent University coming and fucking checking through the windows, making sure we're in bed at 11, put it that way.
1: I've just got the name up, because, yeah, it was Sl- Slonim Woods, Slonim Woods, number Slonin. nine. Slonin. Slonin, that's it, Slonim. I don't know why I've had such trouble. But I thought, even that digs, do you know what I mean? They, they mm. you know, they didn't look like where we lived, at like
0: you did. No, no, they're specific, and I think they're kept, like... Because they're property of the university. So if you think Amer- the way America gets money out of you is like through all avenue. There's no if you earn over this much, you start paying it back. You start paying that shit back immediately in America. So if you think as in terms of a business, they own the properties that you then rent from them. Yeah which is pretty smart. I'd
1: encourage anyone who's not going to watch the document just to have a little look at this property. I mean, it looks very nice, I've got to be honest.
0: We had people that lived in, like, groups of 16, and you knew that was going to be chaos.
1: Yeah, adjoining houses, yeah, that, that type of thing. Yeah, so anyway, he... Because uh, is it their second year?
0: This is the second year. This is them out of campus, so in, yeah. they're in dorms with, like, three people in the same room in the first year, Jesus.
1: That's it, and then they, they all get a house together, don't they? So, Talia, Santos, Isabella, Claudia,
0: Dan, and then obviously a couple more join later, don't they? Through, hmm. through Santos. One of my favourites, Raven. Yeah. Doesn't live with them, but she's the friend that's there a lot.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, so she... I think, yeah, we see her a lot, don't we? We hear from her quite a bit throughout. She was obviously the, the voice of reason, if you will, throughout the whole the whole deal.
0: All right, so check this out. Go Can you get a picture of Raven up on your... Well,
1: I've got uh, Sloan... What was it? Sloan in Woods um, up at the minute, thinking, yeah, I'd live there now. Yeah, I've got a picture of her gone...
0: Lois Griffin.
1: Yeah, that's a top shout. Just what her look or her actual voice. Just Just a
0: face. <laughs> the, the shape of a face is Lois. Put red hair on. That's the live-action Lois Griffin. Yeah,
1: it's not a bad shout at all, yeah. They loved a the fringe, didn't they? I've got to be honest. They didn't mind a set of bangs, did they?
0: I bloody miss having a fringe. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah long, long gone are those days for you. But you just don't often see it. But I guess, you know, that's why they're all at Sarah Lawrence. A bit wacky, a bit alternative. Yeah, but
0: we're like reclusive 35-year-olds now. Like it's like, You don't often see it. Yeah, but my partner doesn't have bangs, so I don't <laughs> see it very often. <laughs>
1: yeah, good point. Yeah, they're a lot younger. Yeah, so so they yeah, so essentially not to spoil it, but they it, it, you know they all become friends. You've got these peripheral characters like you say, Raven, who's sort of the voice of reason as time goes on, and they you know Claudia is Claudia, Isabella, Santos, Talia, Dan. It's those five essentially or six, yeah. isn't it? That initially move into the to in Woods, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now I think it's really key to note at this point. I think uh, you know nine in Woods. I'm pretty sure that has six bedrooms as well because, you know, what you'll bring up later I think is really significant because that's that's where it loses me early on uh, in sort of later on in the first episode is where they Uh leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, there's like a full 11 bedrooms on there. Yeah. There's like three floors and then Raven sleeps on the sofa until Talia's dad, who's been wrongfully incarcerated. Yeah,
1: that's
0: true. Gets out of jail and he's going to come and stay with them.
1: Yeah. So he's been. Uh, so what was it? Why is he? Why is he been in prison the first time?
0: At this point, they're saying it's due to he was a whistleblower. So they say Talia's dad's like James Bond. Like yep. he'll tell you all these stories about how he was Gorb. Was it Gorbachev?
1: Yeah, Gorbachev was someone who's regularly. Mentioned. He's Rocky
0: IV, isn't it? Rocky IV, with the <laughs> head thing.
1: <laughs> Um, so, well, someone like that, yeah, definitely out of Eastern Europe.
0: The The, the Russian president at the time, uh, they said he helped NATO with the Kosovo and then he would just pull out a picture of him with the likes of Gorbachev.
1: That's right, because he didn't know people.
0: And to to bring it back to Tarantino. Have you ever seen The Hateful Eight where Samuel L. Jackson's got that letter from George Washington? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just <laughs> that's all I see. I was yeah. like, Yeah, here's a picture with me and um <laughs>
1: Yeah, um who is it? Is it um it's 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 not Samuel L. Jackson who has it, but yeah, I know what you mean. He's Kurt really... Russell. Yeah, that's it, it's Kurt Russell, isn't it? And he never wants to, yeah, get the letter out. Yeah. But that's exactly Larry Ray in a nutshell, isn't it? He knows yeah. he knows or claims to know people from the FBI, these sort of high-ranking officials. Um, but, yeah, has done a stint in prison, which he just claims it was a sit-shot, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, he claims he basically trumped up charges because he was a whistleblower at the CIA. Yeah. That's when you hear the first name, Bernie Kerrick.
1: That's it. Is that, I was going to say, because that's actually the first time we hear about Bernie Kerrick, isn't it? Yeah.
0: And they're like, okay, so we're not going to break up Talia from her dad. That's, you know, because, you know, we're nice, foldable people. So we can't be like, why is he on our sofa? We want to play the Super Nintendo, is what (laughs) the line was at the time.
1: I just, uh, he's not a small lad for anyone um, who's not seen a picture of him as well. So he's keeping on the sofa. Yeah. If you want to
0: picture him, think... Uh, Goma Piles and Full Metal Jacket.
1: Or um, what's his face from Breaking Bad? Hank. Hank, that's it. He looks exactly like Hank from Breaking Bad, but apparently very well read. So, so he comes and stays with them, like you say, kipping on the couch type thing. And then, yeah, then then I think it's a bit confusing as to what happens next.
0: All right, so here's how it goes. Go this is how he ingratiates himself. Because we had sofa dwellers and they didn't do this shit. First things he does, he cleans. All right? So the students have been living like students for two years. Someone cleans the kitchen. Fuck me sideways. Isn't my mental health better? I have friends that just can't operate if the house is a little bit messy. So if you imagine they have a little bit of that in them. Just a little seed planted. Yeah. So he cleans the house for them then he goes shopping he buys regular food because in uni in america you are eating the canteen on the university because they keep that fucking money from you every step is what you learn about american universities you eat here you stay with us and uh, you read the books that you pay for the books for our lessons that we say you need the books for and then they start to be like he was just you know like the funny dad he'd wear a frilly apron while he's cleaning and they're just you just imagine like They'll Joey's house at uni, and then someone comes and cleans the house for them, but and those this guys who... Are...
1: can't... I, I, it's such... This is what I mean about the leap, and this is the big leap of you, you have to go with, because like you say, it turns out, yeah, we, we all remember university. You, you are massively appreciative of anyone who knocks out the house clean, and, and you sort of love the house uh, a little bit more. So I can go that, yeah, oh, okay. But I'm just thinking, if your dad came down to stay... Within a couple of days, i will be like, I've loved having him It. When's he going home? But when, 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 was, when were those conversations happening? Because remember, none of them have been sort of master manipulated at this point of view.
0: I, I, I think that, but you also have to be a bit of an asshole, and that's the thing of Sarah Lawrence, is they're not, they like, it's for non-assholes. Yeah. Right, it's for the people, so these are non-confrontational people, and they'd be like, yeah, whatever, that's cool, they're reconnecting. I mean, he's lived here for six months now, but like, what, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, I guess, like you say, he's, and, I, and I imagine he was paying his way as well, sort of buying groceries and the like, sort of. I mean, I, and we-
0: then this is where, I mean, that point we could have, because we had people we didn't shift on and we had mates.
1: Sorry, sorry, can we just clarify? You you had people you didn't shift on who, who sofa couch for long periods yeah which Are you
0: I'm, telling me Dermo didn't sleep on our couch every night for a year
1: but that that's true but then he was actually our friend who had a house round the corner but I would say you tend to you remember great amusement to me in sort of I can't remember second third year you I feel like you always had someone just living with you.
0: P- yeah, past- yeah. We, we we had one guy who just didn't sort himself out of the house. And went can I stay here tonight? And he was there for the year. And then you, so I can identify with the Sarah Lawrence community.
1: You remember you had so just for the listeners. Uh, so Rick had a string of people, so, such as his easygoing, nice attitude. So definitely, Rick, you, you would have got caught off. Yeah,
0: you said. I I know where I would have ended up in the Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, court, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. You would. I don't know if you would have been not. You know, I don't want to call them naive, but would have gone with this old cult thing. Um, in fact, I think when they chose to, I think the key thing if you'd been involved was it's when they chose to move out of Swanley Woods, you would have gone, well, I'm alright. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love him and I'm, I'm loving all that, but yeah, I'm not going to move. Because you said, because maybe you had, you had, you just mentioned Damo, one of our, our cl- very close friends, um, his friend come and stayed didn't he? So Damo's oh, friend came yeah. and stayed. So, so oh, I forgot that. That's what I mean, you forget quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, I forgot him. <laughs> you, you had a few, obviously, your partner's friend, she, she stayed around for quite a bit as well. I would say in the space of a year, for those listening, he honestly did have about four to five I want to call them nomads, but I think that one's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I'm very OCD, so just coming around and seeing the mattress in the living room was, you know, upsetting times for me. But yeah, it, you probably had four or five people.
0: We we had a flatmate uh, Grazer that was like a functioning adult com- yeah. in comparison. Like yeah. me and were pretty easy. Like, we were just floating, you know mm, what I mean? Definitely. But... But Grazer really struggled having one of the flatmates there to the point where, like, he refused to be in the living room with him. Yeah. And then the the nomad, went got us... Grazer, I came home and Grazer's over the moon. He's like, he's gone. He's gone, yeah. packed up his shit and left. I'm like, no, oh, no way. He's like, yeah, yeah, all right. Again, everyone round. We're having a party. Yeah. Right? So everyone came round.
1: That's it. I, I remember, yeah. I remember there being a party when one of them left.
0: But... That night, that yeah. particular nomad came back. He had just went back to dog to get his washing done.
1: Yeah, that's right, yeah. I remember it so vividly now. So, whilst we uh, cast uh, our, our judgement, <laughs> these, these poor naive folk um, and Sarah Lawrence, we probably should be fair and say, well, you know, we weren't a million miles off it. And Listen,
0: I'm, two years ago, I wasn't a million miles away from a comedy cult. I had to step <laughs> off before I got tarred with the Nazi brush. <laughs> um, that was that was 16 months ago. <laughs> yeah, but you, <laughs> I'm
1: sat here like Raven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're that
0: you're that sort of I don't want to call it smug, but yeah, that sort of
1: smug. Well, yeah, I did tell him. I did tell him. Uh, it was no surprises to me that she appeared on that documentary a lot, by the way, that Raven.
0: Yeah, well, she was going out with Dan. Oh, was that she? was her hook-in. She was Dan's girlfriend, yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. Oh, OK. But the point where we had the departure, and I'm like, we could have a nomad. We could have that on the sofa. <laughs> and then he says, house meeting, and he gets the fucking projector screen out. Who, Larry? Larry does, yeah. Larry Ray. Like Do you think the others have a conference, have a fucking house meeting? Shut sure up. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, excuse me, on WhatsApp I said who's cleaning? I guess I'll do it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the fucking Sarah Lawrence house.
1: So 2000, what, what year are we talking about now? Two- We're
0: talking about oh, nine, I think. So eleven. they move, so 10. I, I, I'd i put better money on this as 2010.
1: The missus wants to speak to me. Oh, Sophie's just
0: saying
1: bye, mate. Not to I'm
0: worry. Okay. See you in a bit. We might okay. go
1: for the latest Okay. See you. see you. Bye. bye. Right. Uh, the missus
0: says hello, so, mate. There is, there is nothing I love more than just Ollie in his natural element. And that is saying goodbye to a loved one without looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over twice. <laughs> I saw that in real time. You yeah. waved at yourself.
1: Bye. Oh, oh, <laughs> that was a side hand wave. I love that.
0: Yeah. I love that. All right, so before we uh, end part one, so I can imagine having the Nomad on the couch. Why are you I saying can...
1: I can imagine? I think we've clearly established... Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, all right, I, okay. I don't even like that language. I feel very I seen can, right now. I can I... imagine. It, right, I just want to be clear. In We started uni in 2007. In 2009, you had four, and I want to go five Nomads. I'd rather uh, you're better off confirm for me as well, because obviously... Um, for those who don't know, Rick uh, is uh, a lovely partner sort of around this time as well, uh, which led to one of the nomads um, <laughs> uh, who stayed uh, and largely outstayed their welcome. But I reckon there's four or five. So we've t- spoken about that chap who, yeah, Grazer, who you live with, obviously through the party, uh, the night one of them finally. Because he, for those listening, he was there months. Is that fair to say? Uh,
0: possibly the entire year.
1: Yeah, because obviously you had work. You were, I think, at this point you were occasionally going out to uni, very occasionally, uh, myself included. He was there. Co-
0: Even then, the comedy career wasn't going well. I the <laughs> big, There's no mention of gigs in any of these yeah. nostalgic trips down memory lane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you had talking heads once.
2: <laughs>
1: I think yeah, I think you played. Um, I think you had more nomads than you had gigs. Is what I might say. <laughs> well, at least the gigs you, you kind of wanted because obviously you had your weekly spot because I, I think it's five
0: Alright, so if we go
1: Damo's friend, the one Grazer took great umbrage with, although he took Damn. umbrage with two, someone who stayed in a very short spell, your better half's um,
0: acquaintance The the four, beard, there's three I can't think of who that one the Grazer didn't like the fourth one of
1: I can't remember who if you, yeah Oh, he, Andy,
0: we had Andy for a while, four, he, yeah
1: yeah, um, and then, yeah, is it only four? Hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, four.
1: Because you used to have a bit of people coming down and sort of just staying for a week or two, and I would call that, you know, I'm now referring to that as the Larry Ray move, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, we like him. Yeah, friends
0: well, come He is the Larry Ray move that I couldn't get beyond. Go if on. we're sat there, we're malleable, susceptible students, enjoying being a student. Yeah. Uh, And he says, "Okay, house meeting, gets the projection slide out. And the uh, title of this presentation he's going to give to the student is The Quest for Potential.
1: Yeah, I mean, because that's uh, you completely agree with you. Big house. So let's just say that happened when you and I were living together. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know how long we'd have even looked up from the laptops when we're playing football manager for six, seven hours a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So someone sort of, you know, we've got someone's mate down. Oh, you know, so-and-so's dad's here. All right, yeah, lovely to meet you. We're playing laptop, and he's going the quest for... What was it? The quest for happiness? Potential. Potential. That was it. Potential and success were his two favourite buzzwords, weren't they?
0: And then you have Dan talking about... Because you get, get like, snippets, and I'm going to get to the recordings of what Larry says, because there is an extra element to them. But the snippet of that recording is... um, who are you? Ask yourself. Honestly. You might be interested in what you find. <laughs> like, it's all these open-ended questions that are all steeped in kind of Scientology fucking rhetoric.
1: Exactly. And I I always think I'm someone who's quite naive. Like, hmm. I, I think, oh, yeah, I could you know, someone could sit me down uh, and they could, you know, essentially brainwash me or, or however you want
0: to phrase it. Cert- no, they would have to hit certain criteria for that. All right, first off, they've got to be immaculate. If they have a hair out of place, you're not fucking listening to them. You're just thinking, (laughs) my hair's better than theirs. All right? Secondly, you have to think they're cool. Well, I can go into the first one, I guess. Mm -hmm. They have to engage you so you feel an equal to them, for them to them hook its way into your brain. Yeah. You you would not be spoken down to on any any way, shape, or form. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because they, because they are, um, you hear these for those who haven't seen it. You hear these recorded, sort of play quite a bit throughout, don't you? Which are obviously different conversations with different inter, you know. But different that people. has
0: a very much the office third wall quality to it because every single recording, he's the one who's hit record.
1: Oh, yeah, I love that. That's the so that about a calm
0: tone of voice that he has in most of them, you know he's been fucking going crackers for about 20 minutes and going, I'm going to hit record now, and you're going to say that you've hit yourself. Who
1: does he sit down first? Is it Isabella?
0: Uh, yeah, it's Isabella or Claudia, one one of those two.
1: Yeah, I guess it's important they do some good visuals in the documentary for those who are watching or haven't seen it, but you... It's, well, because Tali is already bought in as his daughter. And then later on, we find out, oh, well, that she's had a, obviously a very mixed up childhood, this young lady. And then it's, I'm sure it's Isabella first, is it?
0: I think it's Isabella first. But almost like a psychopath, right? Because the, the Danny describes him as he's amazing at identifying, articulating, and processing past traumas.
1: Is that what he says in the documentary? Is yes, that down?
0: Which. <laughs> Which that is lifted straight or from vice versa. That is a Scientology of the Thetan re- re- readings. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you talk, oh, uh, I used to have a ball. I used to like going running. Uh, my uncle slapped us once. Oh, go back a second. That moved. Let's talk yeah. about that. Let's talk about the uncle. And then they'll base their whole narrative to sell to you on this thing that they've now poked at. And then it's not your fault. You're fine. Here's a weight lifted like therapy does. Yeah. But that's then hooking on you to need them to do it it's uh
1: because that's I mean, that's what they phrase it like isn't it it's like a therapy that's how they all get on board with it like you say it's like but really all they're doing is end up talking about some kind of childhood trauma and he really plays on that trauma doesn't he, yeah. to make it personal to each one of them and like dominoes they slowly all sort of oh you know you should I... oh yeah dan how you doing yeah really good you know i had a bloody good chat with earlier who Larry, oh, and, and and Dan's probably at this point thinking, oh, yeah, go on, Santos. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, Larry, who's been... S- but that's what I mean, because at some point, someone had to say to him, yeah, don't knock him. Yeah, he's brilliant with his therapy malarkey. Okay. Yeah, I know he's been sleeping on our couch for three months. Right,
0: I want you to think about this. It's right? <laughs> just so crazy. You, you, you come downstairs in Portland Terrace, right? I know you don't stay there long. You didn't like the smell. Yeah. Um,
1: or the mattress in the living room from yeah. the nomads, yeah. No.
0: So I yeah. come downstairs. And you go to me, um, do you know who's, and I've been living on uh, one slice of bread and salad cream a day for three weeks at this Mm. point. Uh, I'm not sleeping properly because I'm up all night watching wrestling on American time and then trying to get up early and, you know, so I drag myself in. I haven't washed clothes because I don't know how to, and nor do I want to get into an argument about cleaning the kitchen. So if I use anything in the kitchen, I might be liable to have to clean it. It it
1: really sounds like if a Larry Ray turned up.
0: Oh yeah, I'd be fucked. Be you,
1: you, you'd be, you, you, you know, you're lacking sleep, you're working on different hours, you haven't got a clean t-shirt, He'd be, you'd be meat and drink to Larry,
0: right? Quite literally, that's the point I was going to get to, he goes, hey Rick, come and sit down. Yeah, yeah, we have got Wrestlemania's here, on. Here's a porterhouse steak. Yeah, mm. oh, cheers, that's, that's <laughs> fucking lush that. Are you out of cigarettes? I am, Larry, there's a 20 <laughs> lamb butler, Rick, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Do you think your parents didn't, you know prepare you correctly for the real world. Well, they tried, you know. No, it's their fault. Is it? It's not? Oh, mm. Yeah, buddy, put on this thing. <laughs> yeah, it is their fault, the fucking bastards. Yeah, yeah, eating it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would like a tab.
1: That'd be great, but
0: I... Your folding those clothes taught you that you didn't have to fold your clothes. Now, that's fine then, but now you're you're not even a person. <laughs> So, so Larry then starts to zone in on Claudia around the place. He's doing individual therapy sessions That's with it, yeah. Claudia.
1: Yeah. So, because he's already got Talia, his daughter, hasn't he? So, tick,
0: tick, got and one. And he's got Santos. He's starting to get Santos, I think. And he's turned around and he says, oh, Larry's really cool. Maybe he'll be able to help. And he basically, he convinces Claudia that she has schizophrenia. And the way they find that out is they're smoking weed one night, and she refuses to join in, which is fine. That's that's cool that they join in, but then she says because it exacerbates my schizophrenia. I was like, well, this is news to us.
1: Yeah. So is that was that the order then?
0: I think it's Claudia Santos or Santos Claudia. Yeah. As the order he went in.
1: When's old Dan? So yeah, you reckon? It, well, Talia obviously his daughter was already brainwashed. I'll fill you in on a little bit later. Well, she was well and truly done for, well before he moved in. Then Claudia, she was the one that later we'll talk about. Yeah, she's the one that stuck by him essentially the longest without giving too much away, wasn't she?
0: Think so. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, and and then Dan is struggling in his relationship with, I want to say, Raven. Raven, correct. So, yeah, so Dan and Raven. If you're wondering why we're now mumbling between the break, it's because there's been about five months between yeah, so- recording yeah, this. sorry,
1: guys. Yeah, we've waited far too long.
0: Basically, uh, we started recording this, and then I got a call to go to a hospital appointment, and then I had a child. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and now we're back. Yeah,
1: several months <laughs> later. Give, giving the people what they, they, they so demand.
0: The world waits in bated breath for, yeah. for how discussing documentaries pulls pulls this lack of content out of a hole. <laughs> oh, well, that's what I was so, thinking.
1: People barely get frustrated if, like, someone who's sort of big time at these kind of things doesn't upload within a day, doesn't they? Imagine that. Imagine if there were people genuinely listening, thinking, oh, my God, it's been three or four months since since, since they finished, and they only got through 20 minutes of the first episode. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you, I released the secret weapon. Now, I always had this idea. Do you remember the Tom Hanks? I, obviously, you know what I'm talking about here. There was a Tom Hanks image went over and it had a whole bunch of different movie references in it. So I went to Ollie here, mm. who's a graphic, who's wizard graphic design, and we designed a doc- documentary, Can You Spot All the References? And yeah. I've been holding that back like a bottle of expensive old wine for a wedding day. And I just say, right, we'll release that. See how it goes. Uh, it got rejected off every documentary Facebook group I tried to put it on as spam. <laughs> as spam? Yeah, they, they, they basically said we were self-promoting. Um, well, well, they just rejected due to community guidelines. Okay. And God bless one person. Has had an attempt at it, and when I came down the next morning and saw on Instagram someone attempted it, I almost got goddamn emotional, (laughs) but I've been thought like, oh, that'll go viral, that'll get...
1: (laughs) Good effort as well they've had, they've got about 80-90% of it, haven't they?
0: They've got more, they, they did get most of them, yeah, it was a damn good effort. Oh, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. If you're listening to this, please go to the Discussing Documentaries Instagram page or the Facebook page and see this because uh, my friend here put an awful lot of effort into this. It was honestly
1: no bummer. no one's got the... Um, I can't even nah. remember the name of that documentary. No. Well, you can't spoil it either, yeah. can you? Yeah. This
0: is you, you're the spoiler.
1: There's a, There's a big documentary that nobody's referenced yet i think because it's hard you really got to zoom in on the image
0: and uh, and there's an esoteric one that is in
1: there as well but yeah
0: so anyway pretty cool puzzle if you go and check that out on the instagram page so now we go to dan now dan is struggling
1: and will there be and will there be a prize rick so if someone gets all all of the documentaries there should be a prize you should be giving them a discussing documentaries t-shirt
0: okay i'll tell you what if you get all of the references on the Instagram page or the Facebook page, I will let you pick the next documentary we review.
1: That's, that's, yeah. Okay, fair dos.
0: All right. That's yeah. like, say, getting Joe Rogan to debunk a fact for you. Pick <laughs> a fact and I'll get a specialist on <laughs> to say it didn't happen like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, and equally, if you can't be bothered to do it, but you have got great recommendations on documentaries, we will still take them, please, as well.
0: Yes, yeah. Um, It turns out I have a child and she has a rare condition that she really likes to eat money. So, (laughs) (laughs) Ricky really needs this to work or I'm back in a bookmakers before the end of the month.
1: Right. Sorry, we'll get back to the documentary. Where were we? Yeah, so Talia's already gone. She's obviously Larry's daughter. And then he starts working on Claudia, will we say
0: Yeah, Claudia, he convinces a schizophrenic and then his focus turns to Dan. In fact, this is a common theme. He doesn't turn to Dan, all right? Santos says, you're struggling a lot. Larry might have time for you. And you go, what? Larry, the super cool guy who's moved into our flat, moved into our house and hasn't fucking left. Well, that's cool.
1: Well, one of the things is, is like, and when I was doing a bit of background reading on it, is is he used to get him in for these, and I I don't think they cover it in the documentary enough, because I'm wondering how good these chats were. Like, he used to get them, so everyone used to think he was a weirdo. So Raven, Dan, because Raven, I don't know if you know, was seeing Dan.
0: Yeah, that's the the problem he had in the relationship. That's the relationship he was having troubles with.
1: Yeah, so Dan and um, Raven is here, and everyone thinks he's weird. Bar obviously Talia and now Cordia, but then everyone ends up having one of these chats.
0: And Santos, yeah.
1: Yeah, and Santos, uh, and then Isabella as well.
0: Because one of the things Dan says is, well, if you look at the difference in Santos now, he's loads more confident, he's puffing his chest out, he's standing up straight, he seems like he's really figured some stuff out. The things he figured out is that Ray had told him that his family hated him. Mm-hmm. And that's not his fault.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember them actually giving us that little bit of insight, didn't they? Some chat. Uh, it's some conversation.
0: Yeah. But Particularly he, at this stage.
1: He's a master of it.
0: And so he the, he says, oh, so it's pretty cool that um has taken time out and taken an interest in me. Mm. So they decide to go for a coffee. One of the things that he's worried about, he says, is his sexuality. He's always had a concern on whether or not he's not being true to himself within his sexuality. But it's okay. Yeah. He goes for a coffee with Larry, and Larry says, you know, gee here's how you have a coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, just that straightforward, yeah.
0: And he basically tells him he's such an intelligent person, He he, he builds more complex mazes around his mind that's more difficult for him to see out through and have clarity and before he knows it they've been there for six hours. One thing I would notice because he says he's been there for six hours and he comes out and he realises that the other people in the house have been waiting outside in a limousine for six hours for them. When we get to what we're about to get to I have a theory on that. So we'll come back to it once we've dropped in the info relevant to uh, discuss that so then it kind of skips a bit of time and they get a message saying do you want to come to larry so the summer comes end of the term yeah do you want to stay at larry's flat in new york so about five six of them all move into larry's place yeah there's five of them in the living room of this one bedroom flat and Isabel and... Or is it Claudia? Mm. Isabel or Claudia is...
1: I, mean, I think both Isabella and Claudia by this point are sleeping with Larry, aren't they?
0: Yeah, but they don't... Santos is like, I didn't think it was weird that Isabel's staying in Larry's room because he says she has the most... Issues. No, Claudia, this it's a schizophrenic. Claudia has the most issues and she needs the most space and the most work. So yeah. that's completely normal. Of course. And then it just all descend. so the first thing he does is he starts putting them on a military regiment to get in shape and they're waking up at the crack of dawn every day and they're doing like military exercises they're doing 20 push-ups five sets of 20 and then they put up to 30 to 40 to 50 and they go through that and he's got them all as healthy as they've ever been
1: but at no point did larry look like he was ever in shape did
0: he? I would say that, yeah, I think he's more the the tri-corner hat yelling at them to do it
1: yeah, like drill sergeant style but, uh, you know, because some of them can't have been that far down the garden path, like there must have been some some things not covered in the documentary where people, like a bit more on the peripheral, initially I don't know, Dan say yeah, was Santos convinced before Dan, was he?
0: Yeah, Santos was the one that got Dan to go into because he helped Santos with some of these chats. Mental. Crazy. Yeah, it's like a turn over the summer. So basically, he, he would bring everyone down for the... He would, he would start doing things like... So if you imagine there's seven people in a one-bed flat it, apartment. Yeah. It is impossible. Like, the amount of stuff that is all there, all of their possessions and he's he'll just go there is a way to perfectly organize this room i'm just waiting for you to find it <laughs> yeah
1: that was it that, i love that
0: and it's like military do you know what i mean it's like you you wash this floor with your toothbrush yeah. okay you know what he says come that back and, you know what he sorry you know when he says that line there is a way to
1: perfectly organize it so that seven or eight of us can live there. and it's just obviously obscene. Like you've, you see the footage, yeah. Why didn't anyone go, you know what? It might help if we get rid of that massive industrial drill that you just purchased, uh, the living room. Like, why don't we put that down in the basement and get rid of that? <laughs> and then other people, that's going to open up two square feet where two or three people can sit, sleep tonight.
0: They start to work on Dan, right? First off. Isabella comes out of the room when there's only, for some reason, says it's the only time it's ever happened where it's only me in the house with Larry and Isabella, or Claudia, Isabella. Isabella comes out of the room and just starts performing a sex act on them and they have sex. And he's just like, it was great, but it kind of felt like she was sent out there to do it.
1: Yeah, which she 100% wasn't. And
0: then he says he was ingratiated in some kind of sex education yeah. with Larry as the professor, in which he would base, uh, he would direct those two having sex.
1: Yeah, and, and Dan's quite open and honest about that. At what point do you reckon, though, Dan just went, well, I know this is going on... Uh, but I just don't want to sleep in the living room with five others. There's just more. Space. Well, no, that's
0: the thing. He wasn't allowed to sleep in there. He got sent out.
1: Oh, so he would come in, have a yeah, have a quick poke around with one of the one of the girls. I take it.
0: It's about Larry going, It's about suspense. Oh, and Gregorian music is what you would play as well, which I imagine to this day, he will get, like, a Pavlovian erection to Gregorian music yeah. due to the amount of sex he's had to it. Yeah. I get the same thing with uh, David Gray, White Ladder.
1: Because <laughs> in that period, it's where they shave their heads, isn't it? He convinces them to shave Yeah, he their shaves heads. their heads. But do you reckon, so he, he does that. Some of me thinks, two things. One, does he, you know, they're watching Jarhead or whatever, or oh, eight of them, gathered around there, well, or however many, six, seven of them, gathered around to any, oh, yeah you know why well, they do that and gives them like a really good story on it you know just mm. to see yeah. in his own mind can i manipulate him to do this now do you reckon there was a point where he goes well yeah and like isabella and Claudia are going should we shave our heads and he goes no 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 <laughs> <Ooh>. no <Ooh. Ooh. laughs> no just the boys just the boys because he's and,
2: and he's bald as
1: well and he's like you he's bald and I worry that there'll be a point where oh, our Don't ruin is so the mystique sh- for the fans. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to make... I'm trying to pass off my VA pen noises as me if a comb. Just but, sweeping long, thick hair out.
1: You, you you can tell it in your voice, I think. Um, yeah, Rick Rick's had no hair since university, basically. And I would say the first year of university, early on. Um, I think the move down south certainly sent the follicles elsewhere. So... Do you reckon, so they've gone, oh, he's gone, mm, no, you keep, yeah, no, 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 just the boys, just Santos and down Yeah, that looked perfect. Because he shaved his head, and it worries me about our friendship long term. You know, at what point will you start manipulating me into telling me things about shaving my head?
0: Well, I lost a lot of confidence. Uh, I don't stay at Ollie's house because he's uh, not too dissimilar to Larry Ray when you're kicking around <laughs> like, uh... I there is some moments that I I made note of, I'll come back to I
1: will happily smash up Adderall, put it in your drink, if it means I can get you out doing the gardening. He's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I it was just it wasn't even that because when you're it it when you live like I do and then you go to someone like Ollie's house that has um I would say more optimism is a good characteristic <laughs> for Ollie compared to me. Yeah,
1: that's a nice way of putting it.
0: I remember I took a shower and I remember seeing his hair products mm. and it was this, like, um, smooth and luxurious, cool, wavy, just <laughs> names I've never seen on shampoo products for a good eight years. Like, I've got me fucking Pantene fingers crossed yeah. or me fucking <laughs> or the head and shoulders because me back's getting a bit out of control. <laughs> do, you, um, uh,
1: I, do you just watch shower gel on it now?
0: Like yeah, no, no, because you're the problem use is...
1: Gonna, well, are you just using KJs? I'm just interested, like, uh, do you bother investing? Because you're not one, you know, Rick's obviously... Uh, do, I, do, he's well, never I, been I, shallow I or into his, his look team when he was young or anything like that. But,
0: I, I, another word would be unhygienic. Um,
1: uh, no, no, I, I just think you're not you're not really that type of person. Do you, even when we I, were young, you wouldn't, you know, be too asked what you're
0: wearing. What if I... If I feel like I can't be really good at something, I don't bother. Yeah. And I made a decision on my looks. There's very few mirrors in my house. Um, <laughs> I, I sometimes get freaked out when I pass cars. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I need a shave. Like, I, I was thinking the other day, there's like two kinds of people. And that's like the kind of person who goes for a haircut every four weeks. Like, set clock. I want to keep it right, and there's two. And there's the kind of person who will look in the mirror and go, "Jesus, I need to get something done." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely the second type of person.
1: You'll just sort of shrug your shoulders, and give it a, uh, the old kill. Ugh, what can we do? <laughs> but I guess my question, with my OCD in mind, is how far has that gone now? Because you're like, yeah, I'm bald. You know, what little's left, I should get that shaved. Do you, like, do you bother with the shampoo, or are you just going, yeah? Shower gel will do it.
0: The cruel twi- uh, twist of irony that I found is you probably have to take more care due to dandruff. Oh, that's upset. Because it is more prevalent. Prom-
1: yeah. Oh, I get that. Oh, that's worse, isn't it? I'm glad you're. That's
0: just the eyebrows. I'm
1: glad you're paranoid about that, though. Because that that's good, isn't it? Oh, he's bald and. Oh, look at the dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> it's me no, if- scalp that I can now clearly if- see because of his receding
0: hairline. Well, it was actually uh, my buddy Danny. He tried to be tactile, mm. and he says, "Yes, yeah, so I got this mic right." And the funny thing he tells me is, bald people actually have to use more anti dandruff because you see it more. And I was just like, I don't think he's got a friend that said that <laughs> yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many
1: bald? I've never seen it with any bald
0: people. <laughs> that's that's a weird thing to bring up while we're having a coffee. Is it? I haven't even put sugar in this coffee. What's this in it? But yeah. Yeah, so and then all he's got a big clean OCD, and it's he starts fucking with Santos in a big way at this point. Yeah, sorry, so, back
1: to the documentary. We digress as always. I
0: I don't I don't mind the digression at all. I, um, I there's think one coming up I can't wait.
1: Is for. it awful to say that Santos is probably no? I think it's a nice way to say it. Santos out of all of them. Maybe, mind you, that's just because he's on the documentary a lot. He just appears to be the most vulnerable. Like, he goes for everything. Until one of his sisters comes in, obviously, she peeps in Yeah,
0: because two of his sisters, I mean, Santos, Jesus fucking wept. He he destroys so many lives by going, Larry helps me.
1: Because he um, pulled a lot of people in, didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, he was like a main recruiter. Uh. You can tell they were worried about Dan, because they were basically trying to keep him in there by giving him plenty of sex. But So the first thing is these pans. These pans get scratched. They say they get scratched. These pans get ruined, is what they say. But they're so fucking gaslit yeah. because they've got the re- you've got Larry's recording. So when you're in his flat, he'll take you to a side and then he'll turn the recorder on. So it's all his dictation of what you're hearing. I know. Cause and he'll be like,
1: "One thing you have to say is an incredibly." It seems like obviously these kids at the time they're, they're not stupid. Obviously at university, have got some self awareness. You know, he, he really does a number on them. <laughs> um, and and during um. So I, I won't. This doesn't come into it, but he lost custody of both Talia and his other daughter in 2004. And there was a whole court case. And mm. two of the uh, like Marcus and Walsh basically including an excerpt from the psychological evaluation. And it says, and this is what, uh, you know, a top psychologist said it is. And this is just in a custody battle. So remember, this is just for parenthood. So just think about this language. It is literally impossible to evaluate Mr. Larry Ray in a clinical manner. He is able to manipulate and control almost any situation in which he finds himself. He's calculating, manipulative and hostile. And remember, that was about... What's crazy to me, Rick, was reading that, or or probably... And you hear it in the show, is that was in a custody battle. Imagine you're in a custody battle with your partner, God, you know, touch wood... Awful reasons, and then you get that clinical, and you're thinking, "What? The
0: hell, where the hell did that come from?" Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's no, but you can tell you could tell honestly when you're around those kinds of people, which unfortunately I I've been not the same, but of a similar ilk. Where it's like, "Oh, thank God he's being nice," because you've seen the other side of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where if you're a non-confrontational person, for instance, and then you have to deal with that, it's just you know it just envelops you, you just let it go past you, and then you, if you want to pull them up on one thing, you've got to pull them up on the last 45 fucking yeah. things, and that is going to be an issue, and then it becomes a war of attrition because most people think an argument is whoever's willing to argue the most.
2: Yeah.
0: If you could make a point then leave, brilliant, but you're in a fucking a one bed flat with them, and unfortunately, you've ruined his pan, Santos, and that's going to cost you 43,000 pounds. Well-
1: well, that is going to cost you, Santos, along with the others, landscaping duty. But we'll come on to that because that's in the later episode.
0: It is in the fear in Santos's voice in the recording, and yeah, he's like, you can tell he's already went fucking level ten yeah. mental before yeah. he's hit the record. I guarantee on all of these because you see snippets later on, yeah, right. He's already went level ten mental. Goes now, I'm going to hit record, and you're going to tell me what happened. And it's just like record. So Santos, what happened with the pans? Is just like, uh, I don't know. Um, I can't really. And it's cutting backwards and forwards to modern day Santos when he's trying to think. Um, yeah, oh god, did I put enough sugars in that guy's tea? <laughs> so he's going. I, I, I think it was when it may have. Oh, it might have been when I used vinegar. And I remember you told me to be careful with the vinegar. I remember that. Um. Yeah. And, and then he's just like, what? else have you ruined in my flat what else have you broken of my possessions it's okay you just the honesty is just honesty and santo says you'd have uh uh, claudia and Isabel going yeah you got to be honest that's fucked up so they'll be parroting him back because they were safe they were never and it's almost like he dislikes them more for not getting shit off them because he's still in that mindset a little bit because they were safe, they were fine, they didn't have a problem they like, yeah, Larry's the problem yeah. but he wanted to be the favoured one because he was one of the first ones, but obviously he wasn't doing what those guys were doing for Larry so he then sends them away and goes, I need you um, to make a list. Sorry
1: Richard, yeah. uh, could you expand on that a little bit further, what do you mean he wasn't doing for them for Larry? Because
0: they, they were clearly banging
1: <laughs> I'm such a child, sorry Uh, I just like how you danced around it, and just want to make sure the listeners. I do try to
0: soften language around what is probably abuse. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, sexual abuse, hundred percent. There's, there's no other way to look at it. Coerced
0: or whatever that is. There's something not fucking right with it. Like, so the idea they're also indoctrinated, and you, you do see that very well through it. So he sends Santos away and says, okay, I need you to email me an itemized list of everything you've broken my flat. Yeah. Now, just be honest, but it has to be the truth. Yeah. So he has like a breakdown and lists everything he possibly touched right, yeah. in his flat. He gets an itemization of the bill, and that's 43,000 pounds. So he's gaslit them. And I've got to be honest, there's not even a scratch on the pans. Do you know what I mean? The pans yeah. are fine. And they've also, and he's also got addicted to buying power tools, and they've got like a giant circular saw up there, which fuck me sideways. I bet that's not intimidating at all. While he's like, we're gonna watch Full Metal Jacket today, or at least we were going to, but Santos ruined the DVD, yeah.
1: <laughs> which he accidentally broke <laughs> the day before. Yeah, it's just so crazy. we're going to
0: act out what happened. Talia, the soap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just bonkers, is it?
0: Yeah, when does yeah, it's fucking when
1: does Santon's sister Yelitsa join them?
0: Episode no, that's episode one. Yes, there's, she, she there's joins the them
1: in, in the apartment, doesn't she? That's yeah, she
0: joins there. them because she's at Princeton. She's again. Yeah, very bright. This is very good to show IQ levels because, mm. like, she was like uh, uh, moved up years in school. She's on the full ride scholarship. Yeah. I want to say at Princeton or Harvard. And she's just isolated. Didn't make friends. She comes along, and boom, she's in Larry's flat over the summer, and she's another one for him. Yeah. But now Santos is freaking out because he wants to make it right. Everything he's broken, because in his mind, and this is the mind of a lot of uh, like bullied mentality. I can yeah. completely like. And because of that, if I
1: don't forget, it's like Stockholm syndrome as well. So like, yeah. In yeah. Santos's mind, he's obviously I don't want to be on the outside of this. I'm yeah. on the outside now, everyone's frowning at me, people don't like me, people are leaving the room when I walk in, which is difficult in a one-bed apartment, do you know what I mean? That Trust must have been me, I, so I, obvious I, when he was getting the cold shoulder.
0: I, I can tell you from experience, to do that takes dedication and determination.
1: And you think, you know, it must have been really miserable, he probably locked himself in that cupboard, well you know how overstacked that cupboard was.
0: So- oh God, yeah, he probably, bless him, he probably just started organising the cupboard again, going maybe if I turn the shoes around we'll yeah. have more space. Yeah.
1: I'm, fig- I'm figuring it
0: out <laughs> so he starts calling people for money to lower like imagine if I called you at uni going and 25,000 pounds like well I broke Larry's pans that, oh yeah that
1: was it he started calling his mum and dad trying to get money and bless the them every working class the jewellery yeah oh yeah that was it because they t- tried to help him out didn't they initially
0: Ah, it's fucked mm. absolutely fucked but he's sitting there thinking going well to be honest I'm only like one position in the house away from dan and his deal doesn't look too bad right it's better than mine <laughs> but dan's theory is is the the reason why he's targeted is because he committed the sin of dating larry's daughter,
1: daughter. yeah that was it he started dating talia wasn't it raven expressing a problem with what's going on
0: yeah raven expresses a problem with what's going on so she's telling everyone you can hear about what She thinks is going on and has concerns. Mm. So Larry then gaslights Claudia to send an open email to the Dean of Sarah Lawrence, about the third time that university is mentioned. So it's a bit cruel, it's in the title still.
1: Yeah, oh God, yeah, it's done nothing. I mean,. I, you struggle to understand what the university spots. Because remember, they stayed in Slonham Woods, which was off campus, wasn't it? Or some houses? No, it was
0: on campus. It was on oh, campus. it was on campus. But again, we see it through Very British Ill. eyes yeah. of you're in a house, you look at it.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't see what the... and I, I can imagine so many people have, have watched that and gone, and parents have gone, well, you're not going to Sarah Lawrence. Because now I hear Sarah Lawrence, I think, cult.
0: <laughs> and as a kid, they go he looks up from his trilby and says (laughs) I'll go where I want put those yo-yo down to the table I can't be controlled so so this letter basically says that I've made up lies about Larry which then coincide with everything that Raven was saying about it so basically, uh, she goes, I apologise, I'm not being imprisoned, I'm not having any uh, sexual intercourse with them, mm. and sends that out to everyone. And there's even a recorded conversation, which, again, Larry's the one that records the fucking conversation I, I with one of the students. And he
1: always turns it on, like you were saying earlier, at a convenient time. But you really think he would get rid of the physical abuse in there? Do you think he was what? recording so much, you just think, oh, I can't be asked with it. it, it's such a big job now?
0: Trust me, yeah. I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, it first hand. It like, oh, probably some record
0: conf- a coerced confession from Santos about how him using a teaspoon cost fifty thousand pounds, and then like just take a year and a half to edit it, maybe, and bring it out.
1: But if I'm Larry, I'm going. Oh, yeah, that's going to be. Oh, I've got about eight hours from today alone. I'll just get out that clip of me jabbing him in the ribs constantly with a hammer. I'll just get. I'll just get that bit out, just in case. Any other... Because he's obviously in his right mind. Well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's not being manipulated. Larry knows the score. He knows how the public are going to look on this. It only takes one out of the seven. Do you know what I mean? To go, well, go share right. that I've
0: got, I've got all of this footage, all of this recordings, yeah, all of these videos. Mm. I will go in as and when I need it and cherry-pick the proof that covers me and can blackmail them. I think a lot of it is used to blackmail them eventually. So he's like, I have you on record saying you've destroyed my property. If we go to court, you're going to lose and it's going to be jail time. Yeah. It could be that level of...
1: yeah, but like he thought out but that's it. But that's what I mean, and he's he's, he's been impressed. on
0: releasing it as a movie.
1: No, no, I know, but he's 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 remember he's he's thinking about these things, Rick. Like you say, exactly as you think. Like, uh, and I've got Santos on camera, and I've got his written confession and his email to everyone at the university. So uh, he's thinking about these. Probably paranoid. Quite a level of detail, as you say. So at what point does he go? Oh, you know, the jab in the, you know, if if it got ceased... You know, if one of them I found out had been sneaky, sneaky, like he's a bit arrogant, isn't he? That he, he's backing not one of them to go. Do you know what? I am I'm, I'm really done over in the end here by this fella.
0: Especially at this point, I think he is so arrogant. And he's looking at these people who he's got to shave his hair, to have sex with, who he says so, to give him thousands of pounds for yeah. stuff they didn't do. That are openly living on the floor instead of in our house. That he's like, which one of these is really going to challenge me? I think it's building blackmail, yeah. similar to Scientologists and with it's black blackball packages.
1: It's arrogance, yeah. isn't it? Because, like you say, whilst he's been stung legally before, you know, he, he should be more aware of it. You know, like he didn't have the sense to get rid of that those parts of footage. Now, by that point, he's probably thinking, I've got four or five years here. If he's
0: recording all the time, finding that stuff yeah. would be very time-consuming. Yeah. So just rendering it, so that's probably a file on a memory card somewhere that was found, as opposed to, I mean, how how good's his laptop that he can go through eight hours of video editing a day?
1: Well, it, it, do you know what? He'd probably just sit Isabella down in front of it and go, there's a way where you edit all this perfectly, and me and you look okay, Isabella. I I'm don't think you'd want you them to, to see those
0: bits. Because then it would show show a light on his behaviour.
1: Oh, you reckon? Yeah, that's a good point. Because a bit like with you know the living arrangement, and then what happens with I don't know whose place that is. I mean, that looked such a shit, didn't it? Was that episode two?
0: Yes, yeah, two and three we'll get to. Just yeah. So the last, so the, here's like a final point because it's wrapping up this episode. Mm. But with how gaslit, brainwashed these people are at this point, yeah. I refuse to believe that when they left the coffee house, they were waiting in a limousine. <laughs> I'm just going to say, he said it was a limousine. Oh, I yeah, imagine yeah. they were stood yeah. on the corner of a street, freezing their balls off for six hours.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because equally could like they. There's clearly like from hearing Yelitza and stuff in the show. That that damage of memory is is huge, isn't it? So you're right. Yeah, there was never a limousine. You remember last night when we went out in the limo, and you loved yeah. it, didn't you? Yeah. And we had such a lovely time. Was it? Wasn't it so generous of me getting all that champagne for everyone? Yeah. Right. Go to bed, little one. Oh, not not you, Isabella. You're in the big suite with me, obviously. Come
0: on, it. Here's what I think. I reckon this is a quiet moment, and he goes. He just thinks to himself, "I'm a big peckish," and he looks at the room, and goes. Who here appreciates the meal I took everyone to last night? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, me, 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 me. And then obviously they just sat there eating sawdust and trying to arrange the room last night. And it was, that's great. Now, that's what a man does. He offers food to those that are nice to them, and you repay that favor.
2: Yeah.
0: Santos! what are you getting us for dinner tonight? Do you want, are are you, do you want to be rude? Do you want to not repay me for this dinner? And then it basically gets take out every night on the back of Santos's mom's earrings that they had the porn.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's such typical behavior because that's how it started, doesn't it? That's how we got in. He's,
0: you see them at Christmas and they're all like looking happy on the video. Which again, when the camera comes out, you can fucking smile a bit.
1: Because that must have been part of his, Because he does a, a bit of a number there. Because he's buying them takeout all the time, all cooking, and he's doing lots of cleaning. So that's why like they're like, no, nah, yeah, I mean, but a did bit he? annoyed. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
0: Revisionist history. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I probably did. I mean, I, I, I like. I think the initial like seducing of it, he was. Love bombing is the word in abuse terms where you're so overly nice, you have to be a complete dick to reject it. And it's absolutely exhausting and wears you down.
1: Mm. Do you reckon at any point they went, do you know what, I haven't had a couple of compliments off Larry in
0: a while. That's (laughs) that's a bit I used to love. But you know
1: like when you're getting to the end of a relationship?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah.
1: And it happens and it doesn't matter. It's both partners. It doesn't matter who's instigating that breakup. But you start, you know, you become more and more cynical, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, well she's she's let herself go or he's let himself go, isn't he? So bloody... Do you remember we used to go out for meals all the time or we used to talk on the phone for two, three hours? Do you know all of that stuff? You start doing. At one point some of us thought, Do you know what Larry used to be a, hell of a bloody lot nicer? I remember it I remember he at least told me we used to get takeouts together and have a laugh.
0: I'm beginning to think it wasn't his limousine. I've not seen that thing since the coffee <laughs> yeah, shop.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it since the difficult conversation at the coffee shop. So I'm like, is your mind so mangled? And as we know from seeing some of the awful videos of Santos and his sister as well, it doesn't get so mangled that you don't have any of those, like, bits of parody where, like, oh, yeah, long gone are the blowjobs. Or long gone is all the I think getting on his knees and cleaning. because they
0: see. Say- it, they keep them awake like yeah. 20 hours a day. So they're on their raw nerves and 500 pressure ups in the morning. So they are, it's like Guantanamo Bay training to break people Yeah, is what he's using. He's, he's got them exhausted, suggestible, hungry. And it's, yeah, it's so
1: it's, it's so, and that's what's so interesting about it, isn't it? As a documentary. It's so like, like I've just started back at the gym and I'm like, Oh, you know, the real reluctance, like, do you know what I mean? Getting up in the morning, probably got nothing to eat. Do you know what I mean? Because what little money we have comes from Larry. Yeah, stopping yeah, dropping give me two hundred. Like, what is the point? What why am I doing this? This isn't pleasing me. Well, you've got to and 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 you go, well, all the lessons he's breeding into him, because the military and the discipline, this is what you've got to do to be successful in life. But you know, these are smart kids They turn around and go, Well, we he's not very successful because we're just living in this one bed flat. And obviously, I believe that limousine thing was real, because I think there are all these pinch points where there's a little bit just forgotten by them, naturally, and actually there was one or two rumbling. He's smart enough to go, on, oh, shit, if one leaves, they all leave. Uh, and obviously, as we know, we come on to in episode two, that when people he had a very clever play about that. But at what point did he go, you know, he had to go away and, and do sort of these nice things? You know, a bit like in episode two where he goes, I'm taking you all away for the summer. We've got a lovely big house to stay in. You know,
0: well, Santos um basically says it's all on you he just makes you keep saying keep saying keep saying and then he's like well done for being honest and it's that pat on the back is such a relief
1: of the peer pressure and yeah it's just like like until you live it obviously you just can't i guess empathize it
0: so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up episode one there but as, as a quick soundbite as anyone who's listened to us talk time jumping between four months <laughs> and life-changing events
1: then well done uh, <laughs> congratulations <laughs>
0: Uh, this has been quite a journey to this episode and there's a good 45 minutes I've had to cut out personally <laughs> of me bitching about stuff. So what I would say, Ollie, if you could give just a quick wrap up of uh, is this worth watching and then we'll do episode two, I imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, if you've been listening to these, then arguably Rick is already a Larry right to you because you've already... Been manipulated into listening to these for hours and hours, and if you haven't already doc- watched the do- is watch the documentary, then I'm bloody impressed because we are not not doing it justice. But it is amazing. I- I'm
0: going to have to pull you up if either of us two are closer to a Larry Ray and a Santos. the The shoe is on the <laughs> other foot, one hundred and fifty fucking percent. Yeah. Right, I went to I went to this Barnes house uh, last summer. I went to the bathroom. He wasn't happy about that. I'll tell you that for a start. Yeah. He then went in after me. He called me back and asked... Can
1: I I just ask the listeners who likes visitors using their bathroom? Who does that?
0: Well, if they're staying for a couple of fucking days, I'm sorry. It's going to happen. We're out and about.
1: And and just like and unlike
0: Larry Ray when we're uh, out and about uh, what we walk the dog and sat in your house? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what <We're meant> m <to laughs> just go with the dog on the common?
1: And unlike Larry Ray, or, or very like Larry Ray, I think Rick's forgetting, there were breakfasts in there. Yeah. breakfasts looked after. Trick treats Again, I'm sure i sure were given.
0: Fun fact about uh, my life and how it's going is I haven't actually bought clothes for around about Eight years because Ollie just gives me all of his clothes that he no longer can fit in his wardrobe in a bin bag. That's true, and, so then, and I don't, he I sometimes don't sneaks to in his girlfriend's clothes, and I'm wearing some flouncy stuff walking around like, oh, this is pretty hip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So, in just wrapping it up, this documentary is incredible. I think it's one of those ones. I, I can't believe who, who discovered it first. You, you're right. You. But um, because it, it's on. Oh, who did? without advertising it you'll have like, to yeah google it um but it's it's not being talked about enough there's a three-part miniseries if you even remotely interested in documentaries you've got to watch this because for me it's top three or four you're going to see some of the best footage in terms of this kind of really Especially crazy in
0: person yeah. recordings footage yeah. consequence I think yeah I would absolutely agree with that and I, I I would also argue and say if this was Netflix it would have been uh, like an absolute global yeah. sensation. Agreed. It just sneaks in there it's got it's so that's episode 1 done. Thank you very much. Ollie Yeah, thank you very much Ollie and we'll get to episode 2 and oh for the love of god please go and try the puzzle on on Instagram. I can't tell you the um how much it means to me that someone could, could go and just have a look and see what references they can spot, because I, I honestly thought, that would be the thing that went viral. Uh, I, I understand that's uh, silly.
1: <laughs> right. Peace, everyone.